Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Every born-again believer has the Holy Spirit residing on the inside of us to do the work of the Lord. What is it going to take for us to allow the Spirit of God in us to reach those who do not know Jesus Christ? I'm bringing you this message today to encourage you to release the power that's on the inside of you so people can come to know Christ and their lives are changed forever. What the world needs now more than anything else is the salvation power of Jesus Christ to turn our culture and our country around. Grab a hold to your Bible today and come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. And when the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost, he empowered the disciples to fulfill all of Jesus' promises. John chapter 14, Jesus said this to his disciples, I'll tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. How can he do greater things? Because you're going to have the same power functioning in you that I had in me. That's what Jesus said. You can do what I have been doing. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus said said this to his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You will be my witnesses when you receive power. Somebody say power. Power. You receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and then you can function and you can be witnesses in Jerusalem, that's where I live. In Judea, that's a little bit further out. In Samaria, that's a little bit further out. If he was here today, you, he would say, you would be my witnesses in the Houston area. And, and then you would be my witnesses in Texas. And then you would be my witnesses in the United States. And then you'd be my witnesses all over the world. You will have the power to do that. Ephesians 3.20, Paul says, Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. You can do more than you can ask or imagine according to this power that is at work. Now, how many of you are saved? How many of you got the Holy Ghost on the inside? Well, he said that power ought to be working. The Holy Ghost is not ambient. It don't make you sleep while the pastor's preaching. (laughs) The Holy Ghost is power that's supposed to be working on the inside of you. He says you can do great things according to his power that is at work. See, at work, work, work at work on the inside of you. He's trying to get something done. Jesus spoke in his 15th chapter, and that's where we are, about being fruitful. I have chosen you to bear fruit in the kingdom. I've chosen you to bear fruit and to bear much fruit and to bear fruit that will last. He's looking for us to bear fruit that will last. Christ gave the church the power 
to evangelize the world. He's trying to reach the world. John 3, 16, the most famous scripture probably in the Bible, says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. God sent Jesus Christ to the world to give his life for the world so that people can be saved. They don't have to go to hell. They can go to heaven. Now, hell is not obsolete. People don't want to talk about that no more. Do you believe a loving God will send people to hell? No, a loving God will not send people to hell. The loving God is trying to keep you from going. You're already on your way. He's done everything he can to keep you from going. He sent his son. He sent pastors and preachers and gospel so that you can listen, but you don't want to hear that. The world done said, oh, wait, you know, when we get to hell, me and my friends going to be there. We're going to have a good time. Check with any of your friends that already been. You got a friend that's been? You think you're going to have a good time. We cannot effectively witness, I'm talking to believers today. If you're not a believer, I'll talk to you later. We cannot effectively witness to others without the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We can't witness to others without the power of the Holy Spirit. No one can be saved without confessing Jesus Christ as Lord, and no one can confess Jesus Christ as Lord without the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does the work in the lives of people. We don't save people. We just give them the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit that does the work in their lives. Jesus said he would send the Holy Spirit, which will testify of him. And it's the Holy Spirit's empowerment of our witness to a lost world that is the emphasis of where I want to go today in John chapter 15, verse 26 and 27. It says this, when the counselor comes, the King James used the word helper, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me and you must also testify for you have been with me from the beginning. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. There are four important, I want to point out in these two verses. Number one, Christian witness is to the world. Our witness is to the world. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. I want to just challenge you, and I want to correct some things right now. The witness is not just to the other folks in the church. Have I got a witness? It's not for us to come and bring our light to the church to try to shine in the face of other believers. You are the light to the world. Jesus said, you're a city on a hill, and you come to bring light where there is darkness. Take the the cover off of your lamp so that the people in darkness can have some light and they can see. He knows that if they can see, that they will uh, come to the light. People are drawn to light, not to darkness. Our witness is to the world, not to each other. Now, we encourage one another, but our witness is not to one another. So why do we spend 80% of our time just fooling with one another? Come on, let's have us another little meeting. Come on, let's have us another little service. Come on, let's have us another fellowship. Come on, let's have us. 
When are you going to get together with a group of us and go out and talk to some people who are unchurched? When are we going to do that? When are we going to pray and say, Lord, give me an opening. Give me an avenue. Uh, I, I want my light to shine. I want somebody's life to be blessed and benefited because I have the spirit of God and the power of God in my life. I got all the power. I got power, power, power. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, I'm the head, not the tail. I got the, I got the Holy Ghost running out of me. For what? <laughs> and then you sit next to somebody on your job for 12 years. They don't even know you saved. You get ready to eat your lunch. You won't even pray loud over your lunch. Scared to pray, say grace in public. And if you see what's going on in some of these restaurants, you'd be saying, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. Anybody else want me to pray over your food as well? Father, we ask you to bless it and purify it. That's what you ought to be doing. Can you come pray for mine? Can you come pray for mine? Pray for mine. Yeah, you ought to be speaking in tongues over some of that food. Glory, glory, glory. See, many Christians never engage the world with the gospel. But the Great Commission was for us to go into the world, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and teaching them what Christ has taught us in his command. We ought to go to the world with the gospel. And sometimes when we go out to talk to people in the world, we'll tell them everything else but the gospel. We'll invite them to our church, but we'll never invite them to Christ. We'll tell them how good God is to you. You know, I just want to tell you, God is so good to me. You know, he opened doors for me. He, God does great things for me, but you never tell them the gospel. You know what the gospel is? Jesus saved. John the Baptist preached, and a lot of people came to, to the Lord. What did he say? Repent! Leave your life of sin and come to the Lord. We don't want to tell nobody that because he goes, what do you mean I'm a sinner? Yeah, you're a sinner. But you don't want to get into that argument. Well, I don't want to offend nobody. You know, everybody got their own way of doing it. What's sin to you is not sin to me. That could be sin. No, Repent! And be saved, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the Holy Spirit convict them. See, sometimes you just got to be placed where you throw a grenade and move on. Just throw that grenade over there and just move on. Repent, be saved, every one of you. You ain't got to stay there and argue with them. Thus said the Lord God Almighty. Then they say, what do you mean by that? That wasn't me. That was the Lord God Almighty. You need to talk to him. But see, with all the confusion in the world about spirituality and about who God is and what we need are believers who are ready to share the truth of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't get in and try to argue with these folk because these folk are already, listen, their minds are already kind of, Turn to, they've been listening to Oprah and, and Dr. Phil and everybody else on TV about their own life and lifestyle. They've been listening to the commentators and political people and, and late night people. 
Saturday Night Live, they've been listening to those folks. They're getting their philosophy from them. And you can't out-argue them when they don't have that kind of mindset. Just give them the gospel. Let the Holy Ghost argue with them. What's the good news? The good news is that all have sinned and all need a Savior. Don't forget that. That's the good news. All have sinned and all need a Savior. They can argue about whether they're sinning or not. I'm, well, who are you to tell me? Hey, listen, I'm just a messenger. You know, I got somebody working in my office. They always tell me, don't shoot the messenger. Jesus gave his life. Jesus shed his blood to pay the penalty for sin in order that those who believe in him should receive salvation. Listen, you need to have the gospel message in your own heart so you know what it is. Jesus died so that we might live. The message of Jesus Christ has never changed. His purpose for those who would believe on him and follow him was for us to be engaged in the ministry of reaching others for the kingdom of God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him would not perish but shall have everlasting life. He wants to use us through the power of prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost to be effective witnesses for his kingdom. This is Jerry G. Martin, and if you would like to hear today's message again, you can hear it on our podcast on The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. And let me take this opportunity as well to invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday in person at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in North Houston, Atascacita, Fall Creek, Summer Creek, Kingwood, you're in our neighborhood. So come on out and be our guest. We trust that God will bless your time with us. Also want to let you know that we do have a bookstore on our campus. At the Beacon Bookstore, you can get Bibles, study materials, church supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you need. If we don't have it, we can order it for you. It's right here on our campus at the Light of the World. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. If you heard the Word of God and you would desire someone to stand with you in prayer, call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.